Thanks for tuning in to the Anime Night Podcast. If you want to hear more, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Believe it. Three, two, one, go. I feel like we're like logging in. <laughs> Three, Link two, start. start. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of too. That's funny. God, we need to do an episode on that. Uh, I never finished. Don't break my heart already. I watched all of season one. Mm-hmm. And I like very half-heartedly watched season two. Like I was not paying attention. You didn't at all. like it. Did you not like it, or I didn't like it. Like I totally get that the concept is that the game keeps changing. Yeah. But I loved the concept of Sword Art Online so much that as soon as they switched to that fairy shit, I hated it. Which was still in season one. It was still in yeah. season one, but I hated when they switched to it. So I was like, okay, I hope they don't do that again. And they were like, now switch- it's Gun Gale Online, and I was like, I and Kirito was a girl. Which was kind of oh, weird. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, maybe it was a guy. I don't know. I mean, when Tanner plays Red Dead Redemption, he's plays as a girl. So nice. that's not weird. Sweet. I love yeah. Red Dead Redemption. Oh, do Good you? Good game. Yeah, dude. I haven't pl- I've never played the second one. Is that what he's playing? Two? I have literally no idea. He Two's just, been out for like three cowboy. years now. He plays cowboy. <laughs> yeah, he said, I'm going to go play cowboy. And that's what he does. Blah, 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 blah. It's <laughs> like, what is Get it? Yeah. I do get it. It's like it was bubbling up like soda pop, much like uh, the movie that we're going to talk about today. Mine's disgusting. That's, That's incredible. I'm so glad that you tried an anime what soda are, and it yeah, did what not are you taste drinking good. Right now? Uh, apple flavored Vegito. Oh, gosh. Mm, Vegito tastes like With apple, how many grams of sugar? Um, 31. Does not it just bad. taste like a sparkling apple juice? It tastes like a, yeah, or an apple Jolly Rancher. Oh, you know, but I guess both of those are the same thing, really. Oh, okay. Words bubble up like soda pop. Yeah, I should have gotten a cherry bubble. (laughs) That would have made more sense. That would have made more sense. I hope that you're ready for a lot of wordplay today, Jake, because that is the crux of the biscuit for this movie. I've never heard crux of the biscuit in my life. What does that mean? Oh, it's, you know, it's the crux of the biscuit. What does that mean? It's like you get down to it. Is crux good? Yeah, it's like the basis of what it is. It's like the the most of it, okay, you know? Cool. I'm going to have to Google the phrase after we're done to make sure I'm the crust using crust of the biscuit? No, the crux. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the crux of the biscuit. Crux. crux. C-R-U-X. I think it's C-R-U-X-E. The crux of the biscuit. The crux I don't know if this is a saying. If we were not filming right either. now, I would Google Look it. Look it up. Yeah, totally. But I, I'm going with it. I like it. I will, I will personally record a redaction <laughs> if I'm wrong. You're going to go ahead and take care of that now just in case so he could put it in there? Oh, no, no, no. We'll take care of this later. We'll take care of it later. Um, but words bubble up like soda pop. This movie came out last year after a ton of COVID delays. It was supposed mm-hmm. to come out in 2020. Um, and it's streaming on Netflix now. So if you have not watched this movie, I genuinely recommend that you wait, pause this episode, watch the whole movie. It's only a hundred plus minutes. It's an hour and a half. It's short. Yeah. Hour an and hour 27. and 27. Yeah. yeah. Hour and 27 minutes. Was that a That's trivia it. question? 
Um, and it's incredible. What'd you say? I said, was that a trivia question? <laughs> How long was the movie? Um, it's actually incredible. I was a little bit surprised. I wasn't expecting to like it so much, um, but it made me feel younger and like I was alive. Yeah. You had already been betrayed by Bubbles recently, so. Yeah. That's true. You had a hard time. <laughs> to be very clear, this is not Bubble the anime movie also on Netflix. This is very different. It's words bubble up like soda pop, which I think in Japanese is a haiku yep. based on the context of the movie. It has to be, you know, it was funny. Like some of the things they would say that were supposed to be haikus, I would read the subtitles and I would count on my hand, the syllables. I'm like, that's, they're clearly wrong, but then it's based off syllables, you know? In Japanese. In Japanese. Yeah. So I had to take a step back and realize that. Yeah. But it was funny. I was counting on my fingers. I was like, this movie's stupid. <laughs> they don't know what a haiku is and they're Japanese, but clearly they're right. I can just imagine you like yeah. writing in on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I was reading the subtitles and counting the syllables. <laughs> this movie's rotten. Some of these were only, yeah, yeah. But you're saying two syllables long. That did not make any sense. That's hilarious. Um, this movie surprised me too. I had no idea what I was getting into. I actually had started this like maybe- maybe a month or two ago. Oh, wait, really? We, yeah, but like only like eight or nine minutes in, I was bored, just like looking for something to watch. And then I stopped. But I'm so glad that you recommended this again because holy crap. It's such a down-to-earth story. Yeah. It's so confined and contained and it's really focused on what it's focused on. It doesn't like try to go off on any other paths and you're just dialed in. It's, I I, I think we need- the synopsis in, yeah, I didn't form, know I was in the form of the plot of the movie. So what he's trying to say is, I think before we get any any deeper, we need to hear a haiku <laughs> about this movie. About the A 30-second haiku. <laughs> it can be shorter. Can you give me like 50 seconds because I have to figure this out. All right, let's go. All you right. got five, seven, and five. That's a haiku. Okay, okay. Five, seven, five. This is, this is like an extreme rap, uh, what do you call it? Challenge? Extreme rap, drop Extreme a, rap challenge. Drop a bar freestyle. Okay. There is an episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Is that what the show is called? Avatar The Last Airbender? That's it- exactly what it's called. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm wearing a water tripod right now. Amazing. But there's an episode where he Sokka does a bunch of haikus. Yep. He's like battling this haiku poetry yes. girl group. Sweet. Um, okay, bro. I'm ready. Let's do this. You got, got it? Five, seven, five? I'm going to try. Can you count the... The words. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. We can't let them get away with anything. I got you. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, three, two, two, one. Um, boy meets girl in film. They have a really, they have a great summer there. <laughs> Uh, she has big buck teeth. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was actually pretty good. Boy meets girl in film. They have great summer there. Okay. Girl has big buck teeth. <laughs> this is beautiful. Thank that you, man. Was Thank so you. Beautiful. I'm getting more choked up than I did at the actual movie. I'm actually more proud of that synopsis than any of my other ones. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> it was really good. That was like on par with your bubble synopsis for like Thanks. really, you know. Yeah, Dang, we creative. talked about this before you got here. We were like, he's going to sound such like an idiot. <laughs> right? We're going to get him good with this Dang. IQ. 
I will put derpy flute behind it. We're going to get him. I did not say derpy flute. I just said you did. so cool. There's like did. a flute sound. Didn't you reference Avatar too? You're like some yes. Avatar goofy flute behind him. Are you hate on Avatar? I was not. Jake okay, is okay. getting like, he's trying, he's getting vicious because he yeah. thinks he's dying. <laughs> Jake, please don't die. Document, what's it called? I Like I called it beforehand. If I get cancer. You're going to listen back to this and be like, Jake was right. Yeah. Okay, Jake. Yeah, that's what I'm going to think. Jake was right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad. I miss him. I got you. <laughs> okay. As long as we finish the podcast and you, podcast and you get it edited. <laughs> <laughs> Make that a beatbox section or something. Okay. Now you guys are getting vicious. Oh, a beatbox out of that? Yeah, that'd be sick. It's going to be sick. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Okay, as long as you finish the podcast, you pause the podcast and you get it edited. The podcast, you pause the podcast. The podcast, you pause the podcast. The podcast, you pause the podcast. Okay, as long as you finish the podcast, you pause the podcast and you get it edited. The podcast, you pause the podcast. I'll be out of that. The podcast, you pause the podcast. That'd be so cool. Podcast, pause the podcast. Okay, as long as you finish the podcast, you pause podcast and you get it edited. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get let's get focused here. Words bubble up like soda pop. Um, I loved this movie so much. Um, it is more of a slice of life. It's definitely a romance focused on teenagers. Mm-hmm. So I think that alone makes it different than a lot of other stuff that we've covered. Yeah. We tend to do a lot of shonen. Even the more romance stuff that we watch is made for boys. Still shonen. Um, I will say this episode was super close to being a My Dress Up Darling episode, but we watched two episodes of that. And we all were like, I don't know if do, we can do this. I don't know that I could have kept going. This is such a hard contrast. Yeah. But I actually, I actually did think about that, and I thought it was cool that we could be like, no, we don't want to talk about this. Even though it's popular, it's not something that we're interested in. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I'm always willing to talk about something that was not my wheelhouse. I did not want to watch Cowboy Bebop. I did not want mm-hmm. to watch Attack on Titan. But like I totally get the appeal and y'all obviously loved it. But mm-hmm. all three of us watched my dress up darling and saw one like upskirt shot and we were like, you know what? <laughs> not <laughs> Maybe we don't want to keep watching this. At first, like I was like, okay, okay. It's just like a little bit of this fan service. And then it was mm-hmm. like a 10 minute scene of yes like, was it the measuring scene yes the measuring yeah. scene like dude like come on just measure her like, this, this can be our little like interjection of, uh, of actually talking about this show do you have a rant about that show because I don't think you're going to have one about about this blah, blah, this blah. movie so I'll, I'll give you a platform if you want to rant about that real quick the I first two episodes. only a have a very brief very level headed serious talk about my dress up darling and that is some perverted man's wet dream came to life and was made into a mainstream anime and I don't think that he should be applauded for it it's creepy and weird and the fact that the main girl was this like cool hot girl that doesn't like anybody but now she likes the nerdy guy and also she likes porn games oh it's weird and i don't want to watch it and i'm not going to yeah 
Well, you nailed that. That's exactly what that was. That it was, is, it was even more so over because usually I like something about the main dorky dude. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's kind of fun, you know. Like yeah. she's getting to know an actual cool person. But this guy just like didn't say anything. No. Yeah, and he was just so introverted that it was just creepy. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah. So that's incredible that we all collectively decided not to watch that and to instead watch <laughs> words, words bubble, bubble up, up like soda pop. Into instead watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to freaking kill you. I swear to God. Okay. I am not good with my words. However, everyone in this movie was very good with words because it felt like a huge part of the movie was just playing on different words and turns mm-hmm. of phrases and the whole concept of a haiku, which I do think to your point, Cam, a lot of it gets lost in the English translation, not because they're not translating it accurately, but yeah. because they're very obviously doing a lot of play on words that mm-hmm. aren't perfect. But that's a lot of it. Like I remember learning about <clears throat> haikus in like elementary school and stuff. But this made haikus feel a lot more intimate and beautiful mm-hmm. with them actually being in a Japanese language. Yeah. You know? Like, I could really got to feel, and like, when I got to see a translation and hear it spoken, I was like, wow, this is better than every American haiku I've ever read. This is so It's like so an art pretty. form. Yeah, in, it's in beautiful. Movie. And I never thought about it that way. I wonder if there's actual, like, haiku clubs like they have in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I bet there is. That's like a book club, but a haiku club. Yeah. And you guys- Kind of make y'all want to start this? We, we, I, is this? I'd love to make haikus. Haiku night podcast. <laughs> haiku night podcast. <laughs> what was so interesting to me was learning. I think in America, all you learn about haikus is five seven five. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's it. That's a haiku. But it seems like there was a, like to your point, there was a lot more of an art behind it because he had that seasonal dictionary. Yeah. In his phone. And that seemed to be like a very important part that they kept coming back to. And he was like trying to play with words and thinking like, oh, is it a seasonal word? And I was watching and I was like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean a seasonal word? Mm-hmm. And supposedly like, you know, when you make bacon, if it doesn't have sugar on it, it's not bacon. It's just strips of pork. Yeah. It's a, like a weird technicality. Okay. So apparently there's also a technicality like that with haikus that it needs to include like a seasonal word. It needs to have like a certain, I can't remember, I was just looking it up, like a, a cutting phrase. There's like certain elements that you have oh, to include. That's cool. Which doesn't really translate over, I think, to English. We sure. just say 575. Yeah. But to them, there's all these different stipulations. That's really cool. I didn't know that. So Cameron's haiku is actually terrible. Uh, we'll have to hey. ask, <laughs> you know, haiku master. No Wait, it seasons and cutting Motions. <laughs> well, it was like a seasonal word, and the seasonal word summer. Were, oh, he did say summer. Shit! Wow, my haiku Jake. was great. Damn it! You weren't even paying attention. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> Damn! I literally, I didn't care about what you said. I was just like one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh! But yeah, like our main character, his last name was Sakura. Mm-hmm. And but they all called him Cherry, like in English, Cherry, mm. which I think is a more it's probably more appreciated in Japanese language because yeah. they're like translating it from Sakura, which means cherry, cherry blossom, blossom, and just calling him Cherry. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl with the buck teeth, her name was Smile. Yeah, which is kind of funny. I don't Love think it, it was really a wordplay. I'm not sure. Was but, that actually her name, or is that like her like 
That was like her Instagram nickname. name or whatever. I think it's just like her, like, yeah, her celebrity name, which is a good point. She was a influencer. Mm-hmm. Which was, I, go ahead, keep on. No, no, y'all can interject at any time. I talk so much. No, no, no. I think I think the whole premise of the show is really unique, you know, to have this person who had, had buck teeth all her life and she got famous when she was a kid like that, right? Or am I making this up? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. It looked like her parents started filming them when they were younger. Yeah, and she like caught on the internet, but then she got braces and then she covered up her face, mm-hmm. right? Is that the order of events? I think so. So the main character, Smile, with her buck teeth, mm-hmm. she had multiple inst- like flashbacks throughout the movie, and she seemed to have a flashback before braces where she put on a mask. That's right. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. So I think she got the braces in the first place because she was already so self-conscious about, it. Mm-hmm. about her buck teeth, um, but then she got the braces and hated them even more. Yeah, but I love just... First off, just dealing with braces in mm-hmm. anime is just like I've never seen the two together. And then having him be this this quiet, somber guy who just is a writer but wants someone to read his work ultimately, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously they have their chance meeting. But it just feels like really unique worlds that they come from, worlds that I haven't been exposed to in anime yet, you know? Yeah. So I really just enjoyed that premise there. Yeah, it felt like a very interesting take because a lot of romance, I think, has very strong personalities. Mm -hmm. And obviously the girl was very bubbly, fun, but they were both just very down-to-earth, regular teenagers. Yeah, they didn't overdo this at all. It it, it felt so human. And for for anime to nail that, I'm waiting for Jake to say something like, how did you guys get this? (laughs) I'm interjecting my voice actor facts because I think it kind of ties in with that that sort of theme um, that the main two were like kind of nobodies. Like I'd never heard of anything they've ever been in. I think they've actually been in just like normal Japanese shows, like human shows. Okay. <laughs> Live action. <laughs> but, but the side characters. Yeah. Um, Beaver is gone. Which really? Is, which cool. is fitting. Who's also young Obito, but that's like a side fact. And then Japan, that's, mm-hmm. that was his name. Mm-hmm. He's Tanjiro. No nice. way, you're lying. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm not lying, but he only had like seven lines in the movie anyway. That's crazy. That's he like a cool. that should be a big he was Otakawa, Ta- Tanjiro. He's like a yeah. Yeah. a main character Most voice of them are, are they had like one of them had like four hundred credits and the other had like a hundred and some, but the two main characters had like twenty each. Interesting. Wow. Who are who do we know any of the other people that the main characters were in? Uh, the main main characters. Yeah, no, I didn't know anything. Dang, that is nuts. Well, they felt really human and just like you said, down to earth. That I just I instantly got connected. And I don't know if it was like their character designs, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed their character designs a lot. You know, they felt like the personality fit the design perfectly. Yeah, you know. Um, but he just felt kind of like a normal design. With but she felt really bubbly, cute, kind of. I just kept thinking Misty from Pokemon. Oh, maybe yeah. it's just the orange hair, you know? Sure, like kind of like it kind of stuck up in some yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I loved the animation. I have not seen this kind of animation. Um, I think Jake, you said something. You said it was really bright and it hurt your it's eyes. Al- yeah, it's almost <laughs> too bright. Like I almost lose the main characters in the backgrounds because they're like i get that it's all like neon Mm -hmm. i mean it's cool but my eyes were a little strained no i i feel the same way i think that's probably why i stopped watching it initially i was like Mm -hmm. this is really bright i need to like turn something off um 
but the uh is i love when an artist or or a studio i don't know how the process is but they take really bold chances mm-hmm. with this kind of stuff you know it's stuff like everything felt like shapes like yeah, even like the right. land was like a bunch of like just rectangles until like it was a really close shot close shot of the grass mm-hmm. but when it didn't need to be it was just like color blocks yeah just color blocks like someone did this in microsoft paint or something you know and when the lights would come on, it was stars. Oh, I loved that. That like, was so really cute. cool. Yeah, I, there was just some moments where I was like, "All right, this is artfully stupid and beautiful at the same time." Yeah, yeah. You know, if I had just like stumbled upon this movie, I feel like I would have done the same thing you did, where I would have watched like two minutes and been like, "I'm bored." Yeah. But because I was like, "No, I like I want to watch this movie. I'm going to talk about it." I sat down, and I think it's like a slow burn kind of a movie. Mm-hmm. You have to like commit to being invested in it. But then once it grabs you, oh my gosh, it's so great. What, what part grabbed you first? Like wh- when were you in? Ah, dang it. I don't know that I know. Cause I was, I was committed to the ride from the very beginning. Yeah. I think when I started to see like, um, I want to say it had something to do with the haikus, with Cherry's haikus. Okay. Do you know which one? No, I don't. I wrote down my favorites, but they're on the ground. <laughs> oh, no. I think it was when they kind of introduced the main plot mm-hmm. of finding the, the old record. man's record. Same but that didn't happen until like 45, 45 minutes. minutes in. So. Oh, yeah. I really thought it was going to be... I mean, the whole movie is focused on Cherry and Smile, but them setting up like their romance really is just the setup for what you're saying. Like the finding the record. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Their romance is like arguably a side plot. Mm -hmm. They're both like parallel plots. Yeah. You know, neither one of them took main stage. They both just worked together and which is really cool. Like there's not a lot of movies that can do that. Well, Yeah. you know, speaking Um, of working together in the show, I love their use of the side characters there's obviously some that really yes. truly just are kind of there. Like um, Cherry works at an elder care center, which I guess is like a daycare mm-hmm. for old people in the mall. Yep. It's so Nothing cute. else to say about kinda that. Kind of cute. It's so kind of cute. cute. <laughs> Sounds cute. like a thing that yeah. might be in Japan. <laughs> well, there are mall walkers, you know, here in- Are there really? Yeah, really? people like go to the mall and walk early in the mornings and stuff. Oh, but like there's not a daycare. Oh, I know. Yeah, I thought you meant like assistants at the mall. Oh, like walkers. (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, But like, I mean, I feel like figure if old people go walk at the malls, then maybe there's more we don't know about to malls. Yeah, sounds like something in Japan. Yeah. I just thought that was such a funny thing. And obviously some of the elder care workers, you know, they're there throughout the movie, but there's also the big side characters, like you were saying, Beaver and Japan, which have to also be plays on words because their names were in English. Yeah. And that's something you never think about up front because you're just like, yep, I know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But like in Japan, they don't refer to their country as Japan. That's right. an English word. So like, I thought that was super interesting. I was like, why do they call him Japan? Is is he an American? What do they call their country? Like what's the, uh, what's the I'm characters gonna butcher for this. it? It's uh, Nihongo. Nihongo. I'm probably I never but, knew I that. probably That's butchered super that. Cool. Guo. That's Chinese. That's the Chinese word for Guo. Japan? No, they, it's Guo like after every nationality pretty much. Like Americans Mei Guo and mm. Chinese is Zhongguo. Huh. And Japan is I don't know Japan. Oh. 
Okay. Okay. Inglaterra is England in Spanish. Oh, really? In case you guys were wondering. <laughs> um, in German, Germany is Deutschland. I love it. Frick, I'm next <laughs> on this circle of you languages. You started. You started. Well, you know, um, in Russian, hello is Strasbutia. Nice. Strasbutir? Strasbutia. I can't even say that. That's cool, though. That's the formal hello. Strasbutia. Trust or thrust? Strasbutia. Stras. Like S-T-R-A-U-S. It's It's like a Z. Strasbutia. I'm probably saying it wrong, too. Can you try it so I don't sound as stupid? Strasbutia. Actually, that was really good. Strasbutia. Okay, thank you. It was a good Russian accent, but not correct pronunciation. Okay, well, we'll get a Russian person to <laughs> let me know um, my final scoring. Okay, thank you. That was a <laughs> Russian <laughs> Night Podcast. Okay. Sorry. Um, but I feel like, no, I'm serious. I'm going back. I'm going back to what I was saying. I feel like those side characters, Japan and Beaver, Beaver. were so great. Yeah, I like them and I like the girl side characters too. Yeah. Oh, from the Elder Care Center? Uh, her, her friends. Best friends. Oh, her sisters? Were those sisters? They lived with yeah, her. Yeah, they, they did it the way. Oh, okay, okay. Also, their room was Dope. so cool. Dope. Like, there was a balcony in their room. It was very interesting. It looked like almost and like a they, area. their room was the living room of the house. Yeah, like their room was, it was like a code name Kids Next Door room mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> it was so cool. Um, but yeah, every, every, every side character felt so purposeful. Mm. Like none of them were overplayed. None of them like had to have a moment. You know, they all just like progressed the story naturally. Mm-hmm. It, this this movie like just hit every beat to me, and I was really surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel the same way. I uh, I wish I had something that I could really talk down. Yeah, on the show about. I think the only thing maybe that I could try to poke holes in for this movie would be that. I guess some of it's like very in your face. So Smile had her mask. She had buck teeth. She's hiding her smile. And they center a lot of the movie around that. And then Cherry has his headphones. His headphones are his safety net. And they do a Mm. lot of parallels between the mask and the headphones. headphones. Um, And it is kind of in your face. And sometimes I wish that it was more subtle. But at the same time, I was like, not everything needs to be subtle. Sometimes you yeah. just really want to drive something home and the parallelism or the parallel between sure. the mask and the headphones was just a really good parallel. Yeah, really good parallel. I feel like they didn't overplay it though. You know, like I felt, and this is just my opinion, I felt like it was just enough of talking about the mask and the headphones. Because mm-hmm. after he told her like, hey, I put these on because it's too loud, basically, I was he didn't mention it again really. There's the moment where he didn't tell her that he was leaving mm-hmm. and he put him on and it was like getting loud. But that was the only other thing that alluded to that. For And I, it was perfect, you know? Yeah. I think it was just so believable, like actual issues people could have yeah. with anxiety about things. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. That's good. And another part about the headphones, I will say, this is the second movie because this also was in Bubble. The character in Bubble also also had headphones. Was yeah, we like super sensitive to loud yeah. noise. So I just think that's super funny that they both had that. But I did notice. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. Yeah, wow, um, that's funny. Smile actually calls us out at one point that as their relationship develops and they get closer to each other, 
um, Cherry stops wearing his headphones. So that obviously is supposed to signify like he's been getting more comfortable. He's mm-hmm. less focused on the outside noise of the world. Mm-hmm. But there's like a moment, I wish I could remember specifically what happens, but there's a moment where they start pulling apart. Maybe something happened right before he was about to tell her that he's moving away at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. And you can see like the very next scene, they're in the elder care center and he's got the headphones back around his neck. Mm. And you just know like as the audience member, He's called out the headphones. He stopped wearing them as they got closer. Suddenly they had a tense moment and now the headphones are back. Yeah. Do you think this movie like tries to shine a light on the fakeness of social media? In what way? Not really. Because I was thinking that he kind of like, he delves into his phone and tweeting mm-hmm. his haikus and he gets bombed out that people aren't liking them. Yeah. And then the first moment they kind of have together after they meet up, uh, after taking each other's phones, she's brings up his haiku and said that it was pretty or it was cute. Mm -hmm. And then he takes off his headphones and he's like, what was cute about it? Like he wanted to know what a real person thought about it. Yeah. Like it actually meant something in person and not online. Yeah, for sure. No, that moment was really cool to me. Like, especially like being an artist, you like want someone to like your stuff, but you want them to tell you what they liked about it. You know, like when people are like, Hey, great song. I'm like, cool. Thanks. But like when people like really say like this line affected me or this musical part was important, like it really makes you feel more connected. Yeah. So like I thought that part was really cool too because it was like what a writer would want to say. Right. You know? Yeah. That's a, yeah I didn't, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I guess I never thought about it like that. Also because um, Cherry makes a big point about not wanting to say his haikus out loud. He says that it's supposed to be a written art form. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. Mm -hmm. So you can tell that he's got some kind of deep insecurity about saying his haikus out loud. Um, And he's like very unwilling to say it. And that sudden realization that she likes it. I don't know that I picked up that it was a commentary on social media necessarily, but he had that crutch of, oh, it's a written art form. I'll just keep tweeting them out Mm because it's supposed to be written anyway. Mm. Yeah. But then he discovers that, some people like him for him and his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is one thing I did like about the extreme color was him getting embarrassed. He would literally like, it would be a rising cherry red. Mm-hmm. Cherry red. Cherry red. Mm, cherry red. I should have got his cherry Coke. Yeah, cherry Goku This Coke. is apple Vegito. Yeah, okay. It's the worst. Not Vegeta, Vegito. Vegito. Who's Vegito? Goku and Vegeta fusion. They fuse? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Wait, Duh. they fuse? Yeah, they fuse via the Patara earrings. Why wouldn't it be Vegeta? <laughs> Goku and Vegeta, Vegito. So- <laughs> what? That makes no sense. That's how it goes, guys. Okay. Maybe, I- maybe it's Vegeta and Piccolo. Maybe. Vegito. <laughs> it's not Piccolo. Makes way more sense. Vegito-lo? But- they do fuse again, and if they fuse ver- uh, via the fusion dance and not the Batar earrings, they become Gogeta. So they become a different person. Yeah. Gogeta via fusion dance, Vegito via the Batar earrings. That's why I kind of don't like DBZ. Imagine if Naruto did that. And it was Naruto just like, basically does that. They eventually became Nasuke. They're like, <laughs> Naruto. <laughs> you have to That's think what that about, show should be called. You got to think about it like this. If you put a potato in the oven, it's a baked potato. But if you put a potato in a deep fryer, it's 
a French fry. <laughs> so that's the difference. I feel like you've had this rebuttal to like <laughs> what I said for like the past decade. Yeah, I think about it like this. When you put in a potato, like you had it like on you deck. Ready. You were like ready. In. I've been waiting for this moment. That was locked in. <laughs> Listen, Jake, all I'm saying is <laughs> it's anime. It's a lot like how you prepare a potato. Exactly how I saw this movie. What? Life I just saw potatoes everywhere. How did we get on this? Oh, cherry, cherry, cherry soda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We haven't really delved into the actual storyline of the movie yet. Uh, so obviously, like we were saying, there's like a very big focus on the relationship as it develops between Cherry, who has anxiety, wears headphones, writes haikus, and Smile, who is a teen influencer mm-hmm. for some reason um, and just films her whole life. Uh, but there's also the subplot of one of the old men at the elder care center is constantly searching for this one record that they've never heard of. And they finally decide they're going to help him find it. Yeah. It's that first off, that's the moment, like you were saying, that really brought me into this movie when mm-hmm. he was holding the record casing, but not the record. And he was like, I just want to hear her voice again. Mm-hmm. And he starts crying. I started crying and I was like, shit, Maddie and Tanner said they finished the movie and cried. I'm crying in the middle. <laughs> this is hard. I did not cry. You didn't cry? Oh, no, God. Not one bit. <laughs> not one bit? No. Man, I was- I thought it was sweet, but you know, like, it didn't really get to me. Really? Three people cried. Yeah. Not you, though. Heartless. Oh, yeah, Tanner. Yeah. But um, that that part was really cool because- she like bought into like his lifestyle really quick and mm-hmm. felt connected to Fukuyama, Fujiyama, Fujiyama, Fujiyama really quickly. And I don't know, maybe her caring just as much as him. Like, I don't know, that mattered to me for some reason. I was like, that's super sweet and shows that this is not just like someone who's all about herself because she's a teen influencer, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did y'all say y'all cried when, when she cried? Was that one of the places what? you cried at? When she cried. When she cried because she's trying to put back together. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, I didn't cry then. That was like the only part that got to me. Really? Aww, that I, that really? part, I, that got me. I was like, holy shit, what's going to happen? Because they just sit on her for like eight minutes, mm-hmm. like just showing her trying to put this together. And she like slowly cries. And it's oh, like, when she was gluing it. Yeah. And she yeah. just tries again. And she like gets progressively sadder and sadder until she like just breaks down. Mm-hmm. It's a great moment. There's something about lengthy scenes like that, that are kind of the same thing over mm-hmm. and over again, that if it's done right, it'll just slowly press on you. Yeah. And this you know? movie does that a few times. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. they really just have these really long drawn out scenes that let you kind of cook on what's yeah. going on. Like you said, it's a slow burn. It was like the opposite of, um, What's that movie with <laughs> Frick? I'm totally blanking. Oh, great point, Jay. Yeah, love good. Movie. So yeah, good. love so good. <laughs> I just like went completely blank. Who's the guy that that died? Robin Williams. Um, Flubber. <laughs> no, Northern. A lot more aggressive. Mrs. Doubtfire. About solving math. Beautiful oh. mind. No, it's not him. No, no, no. no. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Oh, I never saw that movie. Where he's like, it's not your fault. And he like looks at him in the corner and says it for like a minute straight. And she's I don't like, think it's I've not seen your this fault. movie either. And Matt Damon breaks down crying. <laughs> what? I've never seen this movie. That Dead Poets Society. Damn, my voice cracked. No, it's Good Wanting. Oh. 
we gotta watch Good Will Hunt. It's a great movie. On Good Will Hunting Night well, Podcast. There's a podcast. <laughs> there's, there's a podcast. There's a part. He's like a therapist. He's talking to Matt Damon and, and he just says, it's not your fault for like a minute. Mm-hmm. And then Matt breaks down crying. Mm. So this was like that scene, except she was realizing it was her fault for like a minute. Damn. To be and fair. Guy, that would have hit way harder if y'all saw that movie. It, Dep- yeah, probably. You listeners have seen it. <laughs> Prepare to listen to what I just said. <laughs> what if we did a podcast of like every movie we watched, but we like each movie was the title of the podcast. So it'd be the only episode under there. And then we'd watch another movie and just start a whole new podcast for, you know what I'm saying? But every whole new podcast was one, one was hour one, episode. Yes. was one episode. Bad idea. Okay. Move on. Anyway, what Jay. So. <laughs> What were we talking about? Cam, that was stupid. We're talking about the movie and the other plot line. Um, talking about the finding the record for Mr. Fujiyama. And going back to what I was saying about things being very heavy-handed, the fact that this all tied in, this was all wordplay, but the record that they're trying to find is called Yamazakura. And this is your spoiler alert. This is kind of like the big wordplay of the movie. But Yamazakura, it like is a playful term for someone with buck teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Because like the Yamazakura was uh, what, a, like a, fl- a flower, flower. Or, or leaf that comes before the cherry blossom. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a term for someone with buck teeth. So the person who's saying the record had buck teeth, as does our heroine, I'll call her, smile. She does which, save the day. Yeah, which is a very cute tie-in mm-hmm. that this record that they're searching for that they have to find for this man's like the love of his life is also a girl with buck teeth yeah i think it's cool that one um i have it written down that one haiku he said oh yeah yamazakura i like the leaves you've hidden oh okay i do like that one <laughs> did that not get you it did get me but here's i'm just gonna like go right to the end what got me the most and the part i started crying at because obviously, as their relationship develops, Cherry keeps tweeting out all these haikus for their relationship. And we get to a climax at the end after Cherry has moved. Um, he's literally in the car with his family. Mm-hmm. And he is stopped by his graffiti sidekick, Beaver, who has spray-painted haikus on the side of the road to get his attention. Yeah. He gets or out of his, one haiku. One haiku, All yeah. All characters. He gets out of his car, runs to the festival, finds Cherry, and he is proclaiming these haikus over and over again over the PA system. Mm-hmm. Finds smile. What? Cherry finds smile. What did I say? Finds Cherry. Yes, I keep for mixing up who's who. <laughs> Cherry goes to find smile. Yeah. And so Cherry picks up the microphone- and starts saying all these haikus and he gets like louder and louder and yep. he says them over and over again and just like proclaiming basically his love. All these haikus are about her and the way he mm-hmm. feels about her. And I literally started crying. I couldn't stop it. Yeah. I was just like wiping my eyes because it was also about her like flaws. It was about her teeth. It was about mm-hmm. like, I love that about you. Yeah. Even if he, she hadn't it never showed it to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so I sweet. love that. Well, he, he saw it when they first ran into each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm more choked up listening to you talk about why that was meaningful to you. Then really? that actually happened. When I was watching it, I was like, man, this kid is a dork. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> no, but it's also cool though because like like you were saying, he thought haikus should exist only in written form. Yes. And this is him like overcoming that saying this is what words are for. Yes. I, his other haiku. A thunderous roar. Words exist for the sake of expression. Oh, I don't know why it makes so much sense that you would be really into haikus after that. Movie. I'm totally into it. Love them. I love it. I you know, I thought it was super beautiful. I think it's an art form that is obviously originated from Japan. It's uniquely Japanese. Anime is uniquely Japanese. I thought it was such a beautiful meshing of two different art forms. Mm-hmm. And it literally made me cry. I was crying before the part where he was proclaiming all of his love in haiku form, but I can't remember what. But I remember I kept having to like wipe away my eyes. Yeah. And I didn't want Tanner to see it first because I was thinking like, oh God, he's going to see this and think I'm a dork. But then after that, like after the very end, I'm wiping my eyes and I turn and Tanner turns to me and he goes, this movie is so good. And he's crying (laughs) as well. We're both just crying our eyes out. I don't know. That's amazing. That's so funny. I guess guess Tanner's a dork too. Uh, Hey, I teared up multiple times in that movie. That's the first time I actually shed a tear in an anime film. Dang. Ever. I can't think of an anime movie where I cried. Really? What's the one we all watched? Weathering with you? That wasn't that good. You've cried in anime, just not anime movies. Yeah, not anime movies. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an anime movie. Sorry, Pokemon the first movie, cried. Okay, we were like in kindergarten. Yeah, dude, Ash Ketchum turned the stone and all the Pokemon cried. Holy cow. You know, a fun thing about that movie, um, that was also a deeply emotional religious experience for me. My dad fell asleep in that movie. Okay. Just completely fell asleep. And so whenever we talk about it, he's just like, that was the most boring movie I've ever seen in my entire life. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. I need to talk to your dad. We're just talking anime movies, not animation movies. Yeah. Why? What's the difference? Well, like I've cried in like Up. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah I, I definitely cried it up. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm thinking anime movies. Okay. Like I'm leaving out anime too because I've cried in. Anime. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Like none of the Miyazaki movies get to me emotionally. You know. Yeah. They're just they make me feel something I've never felt before, but that feeling is not sadness and right. make or crying. I don't know. Yeah. Right. I love. How this movie had like the perfect mix of like cliches and not cliches. Like when he got out of the car to run to the thing, I was like, of course he's got to run yeah. across town. And to and find how is he going to find his family again? He left his phone in the car. But, <laughs> he left everything in the he car. He left everything in the car and just took off. Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. It was important. Cliches in the movie. Like him running. Totally left me. Oh, well. I like the Move friend on. in that scene. Where he like paints the characters on the the sign. Beaver, that, that's a good friend. Yeah. And then he does that little like remark. You used the wrong character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which is also which a is super significant. significant thing. So significant because uh, Cherry writes the haiku. Um, Yamazakura, mm-hmm. I like the leaves you've hidden, right? Mm-hmm. And supposedly, so the word leaves. I read this, so cor- correct me if I'm wrong. Supposedly, the character is ha. And teeth is also ha, but they're written differently. And so, like, a big point is that Beaver mm. keeps trying to write his haiku out, but he keeps writing teeth. So it's like this beautiful plant. I like the teeth you've hidden, yeah. which changes the meaning, but also it yeah. makes it relevant to our story. You almost wonder, like, if the creator was, like, writing this, like, story idea out, and then because of he noticed the similarities in that character, he's like, maybe I should give the girl 
buck teeth and maybe that should be like, I wonder if that's how his flow of creation was, you know? Yeah. It could be, I don't know. I have no idea. I have to think that the movie hinged on the concept of Yamazakura Mm -hmm. being a word that is a plant and that also means buck teeth. Yeah. Because that alone can do so much where you can be like, okay, well, obviously I want to have a character with buck teeth Mm -hmm. and I want it to play into this idea of this plant. How do I do that? Yeah. That's not very much to go off of. Now that I'm saying that out loud, that- this movie was so incredible. Yeah, if he got this from that, then I want to watch more of his stuff. Yeah. Or her stuff. I don't know who did it. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember what I was going to say. There, this movie, my only gripe with it was it was a bit too predictable. Mm-hmm. You know? I felt like, and I feel like the movie was intentionally predictable. I wouldn't have guessed this if they didn't do one shot of the, spoiler, of the record on the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it was clearly the same record design. And you're like, yeah. oh, cool. This is probably, that's probably another copy of the record. You know, if they didn't do that, I would have been shocked at the end, you know, cause I yeah. normally you don't think it's in, the, it's in, it's in the scene, but you're never paying attention to it. Yeah. You know, they foreshadow it like the first scene in the movie. Do like, they? Yeah. Like one of the first shots is the clock on the wall in the mall. See, that would be even better if they just left it at that foreshadowing instead of doing that. There's just one quick focus on yeah, it. Yeah, they just, like, they just were on the, the whole time. Yeah. And they really called out their like, the back of the record is a firework. Yep. So. What, you know, I think the story being so predictable was okay with me because mm-hmm. the emotional development and the character development was so there. Agree. I like I, even I'm shocked even saying it like that. I was crying by the end of the movie, but I was just so bought in. And yeah, I knew how the movie was gonna like. Oh, I see how this is gonna go. I see where this is going. Yeah. But I was just like so deeply attached to these characters. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm so I'm like this was incredible. I would ten out of ten. I'd watch it again. I'm going to watch it again. Incredible. Probably I think it is the sort more. of thing where you'll see a lot more every time you watch it. I feel mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. The animation was fun. A lot of details in a lot of those shots too, so, or maybe not a lot, of, just a lot of things. You yeah, know, which is takes a lot of cra- a lot of care to do. Um, and I love Mr. Fujiyama. Love and the way Fujiyama. he was animated. He was a yes. hilarious old man. Hilarious old man. Cool design. Um, I love the other uh, old people instructors. Mm-hmm. They were they had they added some fun characters to the movie. The one that cried during the song when they were like, "I hate this song. The song sucks." Mm-hmm. And she's like. This brings back so many memories. It's so funny. They were. They were very full of life. Very yeah. full of life characters. Now, can y'all answer trivia, trivia, trivia about these characters? You did trivia? Yeah, I did trivia. Oh, I can answer trivia. I can answer trivia. Mm. We'll see. I don't remember who won last time. And we haven't come up with any stakes, right? Or is it just the same thing? You don't sound very excited about that. <laughs> or it's just the same thing. Well, it's y'all steaks. I don't care. I don't want to buy anyone dinner. <laughs> Fair. Not if we're going to Korean barbecue. Okay, I'll say this why on don't the we podcast. Let, why don't we whoa, let, whoa, whoa. I'll say this. I'll say this. We went to Korean barbecue. Jake and I would have been fine after the first round of meat. <laughs> but you were not satisfied. I wasn't. I needed more meat. And you ordered more meat. <laughs> <laughs> we had six... Orders of meat for yeah. six people. That was expensive too. I was like, man, I'm glad you're paying for it. <laughs> Holy crud. I was fine paying for my portion, but at the same time, I was like, I was done Sorry. two trays of meat to go. I know. Maybe there's a better way we can split this up next time because I needed way more food. Yeah. Korean barbecue is hard. If you got one person that eats a lot, one person that doesn't. My buddy Patrick was just telling me about this place in Charlotte that 
is all you can eat Korean barbecue, cook it at your table for 38 bucks a person. Is that one of those places where if you don't eat all of the meat that you get, though, you, you have, have to pay? like pay? Probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm That's not sure. That's kind of what Korean barbecue already is, though. 38 a person? Y'all, y'all paid like 40 a person this past time, and as much as you ate is all you can eat. Uh, I could eat more. No, I was bursting. I had to go home and lay down with the lights off and just think about what I had done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, this half of this season, how about the stakes are like posting an embarrassing like filter video or something. I love on, it. On That's fine. socials. Or we what? could or we could let our fans decide. We can put some options up. I think that would be easy and you wouldn't chicken out like you would in person. Maybe. Right, I'm cool there whatever. I'm not very good with bets. I don't like doing things I don't want to do. Well, Trivia. I'm yeah. ready to win. I don't think that's a good one. How many questions are there? Okay. Uh, like five. Bet. What is Cherry's apartment number? 305. Damn. Yep. Okay. Every question is going to be a fucking number. <laughs> <laughs> it always is. Gosh. Uh, what is the app name that she's famous on? Curiosity. <laughs> yeah. Is it? I thought it was like Corivu. What? Or Corivu or something. I think it said like Curio Live at one Curio point. Curio Live. That's what mm. But it was, she was just going live. Oh. On, on Curiosity. On Curiosity. Gotcha. That's a dope app name. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Great <laughs> app name. Um, what is the name of the mall? Fuck. <laughs> Nouvelle? Nouvelle? Yeah. Damn it. So I've already lost. <laughs> <laughs> now the last question will be worth however many Maddie has plus one. Cool. Uh, <laughs> what festival with the fireworks is on the back of the record? <laughs> the Durama Festival. Damn it. I think it's Daruma. You, you, Daruma? Say, you say it and I immediately remember. <laughs> yeah, it's Daruma, but I'll give that to you. Daruma Festival. It's like the 56th Daruma Festival. Yeah. Not the one on the record, but it is the 56th Daruma Festival. So this one's worth four plus one. So this one's worth five. Yeah. When at the beginning of the movie, when they first meet each other, what is the competition in the mall they're watching? It's the toddler race. It's the toddler, toddler crawling race. They're like crawling. Of course. The crawling race. So you won Sweat. nine to zero. <laughs> nine to zero. <laughs> On five questions. Oh, man. Uh, that, that was, was really good. good. Was I really good. enjoyed that. Uh, so yeah, any stakes that we want. Yeah, I'm totally good. I with didn't know uh, you your stuff on that one, Maddie. Hey, just in case uh, Jay forgot trivia, I decided to do my own segment. What? Which is where I read you guys some haikus that I wrote. <laughs> You're lying. And feel free to uh, applaud or, you know, snap okay. in, in the middle, you know. Um, very simple. Anime is great. It makes me feel lots of things. Honest emotions. Oh, that was beautiful. Like a soda pop, words bubble up and overflow. This film made me cry. That seemed like a lot of syllables, but I wasn't counting. <laughs> I'm not counting either. <laughs> I love that movie. Wholesome, like fresh homemade bread. Warm, dense, 
and filling. Oh. I was proud of that one. This one's more poetic. Okay, okay. You make me believe that we can be new again, clean like summer rain. Turn these into songs, Cam. Thanks, dude. This is my last one. Okay. Be ready. Maddie, Cam, and Jake have an anime podcast. You should buy our merch. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I genuinely considered wearing a, a, a reject anime night podcast shirt tonight. Um, but I'd already done my makeup and I didn't want to try to slip that on mm. over my face. Yeah. Did we, we already mentioned merch last episode, I think. Hey, well, we mentioned right. it again. You should buy our merch. For this listeners. half of the season, that's what, yeah, we're releasing merch. Yep. Yeah. We're obviously not wearing it in our video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can find it in the link in our bio. Everything's going to be in the link in the bio. Um, please buy it because I spent so long on it. And I honestly think that our merch designs are pretty freaking dope. I think they're super freaking dope too. I'm into it. I can't wait to wear it on camera. Yeah. Samesies. Samesies. I feel like I was going to say something about your haikus. Oh, yeah. I think it's really interesting the difference between haikus in English and haikus in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Because in Japanese... It feels like they don't, they say way fewer words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because their words have so many more syllables. But in English, you can say like a true, you can say multiple yeah, sentences say because our words are only like one, two, maybe three syllables yeah. max. True. You can say a lot with a haiku. I have another one because I've been all about this all day. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I memorized it. <laughs> Sweet, Sweet and Sweet. umami. Umami. Peanut butter jelly time. Creamy, not crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful, right? that was anime night podcast if you want to hear our other episodes be sure to check them out on spotify and apple podcasts